0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to the round two podcast. I am your host Nikki and today is Monday, July 17th. What we're literally now past the midpoint of July. I don't know guys. Time is absolutely flying and I think I just need to accept it and just just accept the fact that I'm literally going to blink every single day and more and more time is just flying at the speed of sound. Um, I know I started last week talking about time and the weather, and I have to just comment on the weather once again because yesterday it was 105 degrees and this morning it literally rained. I'm not talking like a downpour or anything, but it sprinkled both while I was outside walking and when I was in the car, my windshield wipers went on. That's and I was like, "Wait, what's happening?" I first thought the car in front of me maybe like, you know, did a little windshield cleaning. No, it was literal raindrops. So, I don't know what is going on, but it's totally bizarre. And now I think it's going to be up to like 95, 100 again today. So, hey, I guess that's what's happening. Um, We're in the middle of summer, and I don't know about you, but literally almost it it feels like everybody I know is gallivanting around Europe right now. And I would be totally lying if I said I did not have FOMO. I have massive FOMO. Oh, I just... It's just I love that summertime feel, that summertime just being out of your house, being somewhere else in the world, having a cocktail with a beautiful view, being able to put your feet in the water. Oh my gosh, I am a little envious, Uh, but I'm also thrilled, especially for, you know, the people that I follow that like aren't random celebrities, my friends who are actually um, enjoying a nice break from work. I definitely think taking a break is super, super important. It's so easy to just get completely completely focused and in your work habits in your work routine and forget to take time off and then realize like, oh my God, the last time I even took a three day weekend was months ago. Um, So I love, you know, that people are taking that time. It's good for the mind, good for the body, good for the soul. Not always good for the bank account, but you know what? You can always make more money. So, uh, last week I was talking about round two and this podcast and the direction that I see it going. And I wanted to dive in a little deeper onto my comments that I made about mini round twos. Um, because you know, the, the bigger round twos, the initial premise for this podcast are typically things that are big, right? That your life is going along one track and something happens, whether it's intentional or unintentional, positive or negative, that causes your life to veer off and now you're on a completely different path you're in a lot of cases, a completely different person, because you made a change or a change or something happened to force you to make a change that you never saw coming. And now you're on this different path, doing different things, being a different version of you. Um, but those aren't things that happen every day, every week, every month, every year, even. So I started thinking more and more about these mini round twos and what that actually means as far as like habits and routines and how sometimes something that we perceive as little can actually turn out to be something very, very big. Um, you know, I am, I am a very routined person Um, I kind of thrive and I do so much better in a routine environment, but I have noticed that I've had to make some changes, um, lately, especially as it relates to my health focus and things that I want to accomplish personally, they've required little routine shifts and sometimes, you know, changing your routine can be difficult because you're so used to doing something a certain way, and you feel, hey, this has been working for me. But then you want to try something new, and you change your routine, and it's almost like that. Those first few days are like, whoa, what is going on? Because this is not normal. But if you keep working on it, it can slowly become normal, which is, which I think is great. Because I remember hearing when I was young that it takes 40 days to make or break a habit. Um, I've looked that up, and. Like on the internet, and I've seen it anywhere from like 21 days, 40 days, 60 days. I don't know if the 40 days originally came from Lent, because I think Lent is 40 days. Um, but either way, it's always been a little kind of, you know, saying that I've fallen back on that. It takes 40 days to make or break a habit. And I found that to be true and something that works for me. If I just tell myself, just try it for 40 days, then it's almost like I forget because the 40 days have come and gone and now it's just become a part of my lifestyle. Um, um, And it's funny, I was watching a reel um, on Instagram the other day from this account that I follow, and the guy's very health and fitness related. And so his point was about, you know, getting into healthier habits, whether it is a focus on strength training or a focus on fat loss. Um, And he was saying how, you know, just creating the habit is similar to a wine glass and filling that wine glass up with an eyedropper. And he was, he had the wine glass in front of him and he had an eyedropper and he was just one drop equaled one day. And so the visual of that was so interesting to me because as he was putting, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, etc., drops of water in this glass, by the time he got to 30, there was still hardly anything in that glass. And his point was, you know, oftentimes when people are trying to make a change, they, Get you know a month into it and they don't really see much, so it makes it really easy for people to give up instead of to keep going. And his whole thing is always like, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then, you know, he obviously added more water or something to the glass and paused the video and then came back and was like, Look, you know, after five months, six months, like you could actually see a significant amount of water in that glass. And it was kind of like the same with whatever your goals are. You're not going to see it overnight. You're, you might not, you're probably not going to see it in a week, two weeks, three weeks, even in a month, some cases, two months, three months, four months. But if you keep going, that's when those changes will become more and more evident, more and more visual, um, to yourself. And I thought that that was such a great reminder because, we live in this time of instant gratification, right? It's like you can, you don't have something, you can call Instacart, you can order it from Amazon. I mean, Amazon now, they're dropping things off overnight. And, you know, you wake, you order something at four o'clock this afternoon, you wake up tomorrow morning, it's sitting on your porch. Um, but it, it's unfortunate though, because I think this instant gratification, expectation has kind of spilled over into all aspects of life, whether it's dating and, you know, you meet somebody and you go on one date and you start texting. And then all of a sudden there's these massive expectations on this other person that, if we're being honest with ourselves, we don't even know. So it's like, we're putting all these expectations on this person. Like they are significant other for three years when there's somebody that we've been on one date with and we don't even know, and they don't know us. And so why are we expecting so much? Um, with, you know, muscle gain or fat loss, it's like, oh my God, I want to lose weight and I want it to happen by Friday. And I mean, if that were possible, that would be wonderful, but it's totally not possible. So I think, you know, number one, managing expectations for any sort of routine change is super, super important. But number two, just reminding yourself that it didn't happen overnight, for you to be exactly who you are today. So it's not going to happen overnight for those changes to be made for who you want to be tomorrow. And I put tomorrow in quotes because obviously it's not going to happen overnight. But that next version of you is going to take time and is going to take work. And it's not going to happen overnight. But if you keep working at it, then you can get there. Um, One of the changes that I made, I would say probably about almost 50 days ago, is I used to be someone, I set my alarm for the morning, my alarm would go off and then no joke that two minutes later, I would hear the beeping noise from the coffee pot signaling that my coffee was ready. So I would do that to myself. So I would have no excuses to get out of bed because I don't want to have cold coffee. I don't want to waste a cup of coffee that I've made. So it was like, okay, alarm goes off at five 30 530, by five 32. You're going to hear that beeping from the coffee pot. So you better get your butt down there, get your coffee before it gets cold. Um, but then, you know, I started learning more about hormones and different parts of our body and um, uh, like adrenal health and cortisol levels and how you know putting coffee which is acidic into our bodies the uh, upon you know the second upon waking is not really good for our cortisol levels and what we should really be doing is getting up having some water getting some movement getting some sunlight getting things moving in our bodies so all of our different systems internally start waking up and then having coffee you know ideally I think it's 90 minutes I've been really trying to get at least six before I have that cup of coffee, but having it. So I already have like a little bit of calories in my body. um, I've had a decent amount of water. I've got some sunlight. I've walked around, but that was a challenge for me to start doing because again, I was so used to every day for years, getting up immediately having a cup of coffee, Um, I've changed that behavior. It's actually not so bad. Um, and some days I even get my workout in before I end up having the coffee, which is great too, because then I'm like, wait, I'm having coffee. I've already got up. I've already like, you know, got some sunlight. I've already got a workout. I've already had my supplements. I've already had, you know, a decent amount of water and now I'm having coffee. It's, it's been kind of a nice change. So, um, I guess that's just kind of like, Hey, it's doable. I mean, I don't know. I recently, literally just this morning, saw a, another reel on Instagram. I know you're probably like, Nikki, how much time do you spend on Instagram? I promise it's not that much. It's kind of like a morning, you know, little guilty pleasure. And I try really hard to not go on in the daytime unless I'm looking for something in specific. Um, but I did see this reel, and it was talking about hard work. And I thought it was such a interesting perspective, because what he was saying is that like, like so many people have this view that hard work is, is so, so, so hard. And that it's so hard to change your body, or it's so hard to be successful, or it's so hard to, and I put success also in quotes, like success as defined by you. Like, what does that mean for you? I'm not saying to be like a billionaire. I'm not saying to be the next, you know, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. I'm saying, you know, to, to, to achieve something that you want. That's probably a better way to put it. Um, yes. Does it require work? Yes. Does it require consistency? Yes. Discipline? Yes. Patience, perseverance, learning, um, moments of failure, moments of wins. Yes. All of those things. But he was basically like, it's, it's not that hard or not so hard in a way that it's not enjoyable. And I loved the way it was said. And I will repost that to the round two podcast Instagram, because I just thought it was so brilliantly said, and it should be something that people's perspective and mindset shifts on. Because I think a lot of times people are, afraid to make change because they view it as this monumental task and this monumental, like feeling like, Oh my God, I have to climb Mount Kilimanjaro today in order to even start when you actually, it's just maybe walking up a small Hill or taking two steps up a staircase instead of this, you know, massive mountain that you have to climb in order to just get started. So I thought that was, just a really cool thought, um, and way to look at things. So that's kind of where I was going. So anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit more about mini round twos, because I do think that those happen really often. And as someone who's been on a, you know, personal self-discovery, you know, really getting to know myself, really getting to understand my, my values, my boundaries, um, And all of those things, I thought it was really, really important. Um, Boundaries are something that I've been focused on a lot for myself, but also focused a lot on, you know, what, what does that actually mean? And I was listening to another podcast that I like, and they were talking about boundaries and how boundaries are meant to be personal. Like I have a personal boundary. So here's an example, say, you know, something may, some sort of behavior by another person may cause me to feel anxious or uncomfortable. Um, so the boundary isn't, Hey, you don't do that because it makes me feel X, Y, or Z. The boundary is me saying, being around this behavior makes me feel this way. Therefore, I am not going to put myself in that situation. And I really like that as like this self-ownership of boundaries because boundaries are for personal. They're not for other people. If you're trying to impose boundaries on other people, what you're essentially doing is trying to put rules on other people for behavior And that's not fair because just as I don't want anybody to tell me what to do, who am I to try to tell somebody else what to do? All I can do is say like, Hey, these are the things that work for me. These are the things that I need. And if somebody in my life is behaving in a way or treating me in a way that doesn't align with that, or that makes me feel certain ways. I can own exiting that. I don't have to tell them, Hey, don't act that way because we all have our own belief systems, our own, you know, set of values, our own levels of comfort for how we project ourselves in the world and how we relate to other people in the world. So it's not about everybody making me feel comfortable. It's about me saying, okay, these types of situations no longer work for me, so I'm going to remove myself from them. Um, and I love that perspective because I think that that is really, really important, especially in this day and age where, you know, everybody is, you know, you see every day where somebody's feeling some type of way and expecting everybody else to make accommodations for their feelings. And I just, Think that's absurd. And it's no way to live because we can't control anyone or anything. You know, I, I say often that the only thing I can control is myself right now, right here in this very moment, nothing else do I have control over that's going on in this world or in anybody else's life. Um, so I don't know, kind of like a good reminder. Um, it's so interesting, you know, people as we sit here and we evolve and we grow and we change, you know, the, the older I get, the more I realize is it's just, it's, it's never ending. We're always going to be growing. We're always going to be changing. We're always going to be saying like, okay, this is me right now. And this is what works for me. And this is what doesn't work for me. And I think that's really, really cool. And I also think that it's, it's even more interesting to acknowledge because I remember being younger and thinking, Oh, by the time I turn 30, I'm going to feel all of these ways. And that was totally false. And then I kind of stopped thinking along those lines. And then this year I turned 45 and I realized that it doesn't fucking matter how old I am is because I'm always learning. I'm always growing. I'm always changing. And I think that, you know, if you're out there trying, you know, being the best version of you trying to be, you know, happy and not trying, I hate saying try because there is no, there is no try. Um, there's only do right. But if I'm out there, I'm doing good. I'm being the best me I can be. I'm, you know, having a sense of, you know humility i'm not you know i'm i'm not afraid to you know acknowledge when i when i'm wrong or when i you know have failed at something um you, you know you just you you keep you keep growing i always say when you when you when you do good and when you're putting good things out there things work out as they should so it's just kind of like a weird i don't know it's just Interesting to acknowledge that that we're constantly evolving, and then to have that perspective, and then look at other people in life—people who are older, people who have different changes. I mean, I've even seen change with my parents as they've got to a point where I wouldn't say they're retired. I I, I don't know that I don't know that they love that word, um, but they've definitely like you know slowed down. Change, slow down in the sense of their work, um, uh, responsibilities. Um, they're certainly still involved in things, but not to the extent that they were, you know, even, you know, as recently as a couple of years ago, but seeing them, you know, shift into this phase of their lives and what they're focusing on and what they're able to enjoy and how they're living. It almost took a moment of this, you know, reset, like who am I at this stage of life? And I think that me seeing that as they kind of worked through, Hey, this is what we want to do. This is where we want to live. This is how we, um, you know, are going to spend our time. It kind of, I had this moment where I was like, Oh, you know, it's just this constant state of evolution and figuring out who we are at different phases of our lives. So, to tie that all together. I feel like I just bounced on a bunch of different topics. Hopefully it all connected. Um, it just really goes back to the whole premise of round two and what's next. What path are, are you on? Where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you right now? What have you learned and what kinds of things can you share? So, I'm going to end it here and I'm going to say, you know, once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited about the guests that I have coming up in the next few weeks to have some cool conversations, talk about the big round twos, talk about the mini round twos, um, hopefully have some laughs, share some good stories and, you know, put something out there that is enjoyable. So I hope everybody has a great week. Enjoy the weather, whether it is hot rainy, muggy. I think it's about to be monsoon season in Arizona. So I am uh, definitely looking forward to that because I have been spending some time in Arizona and yeah, everybody have a great day. Have a great week. Um, if you or anyone, you know, you think would be a good guest to come on and have a chat with me, feel free to send them my way on Instagram. Uh, it's at round two podcast. Have a great week guys. Thanks.